Got nine minutes to maximize your travel and casino experience? Welcome to Zorkcast, powered by Travel Zork, helping you travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures. From airline miles and hotel points to living in the lap of luxury in a Las Vegas casino, you'll find all the knowledge you need to travel in style. Brought to you in nine minutes or less. Now, please welcome the host of Zorkcast, Michael Mason Traeger. Hello, this is Michael, and welcome back to ZorkCast. Today, we have John Morris of Wheelchair Travel joining us, and we are going to continue a bit of my on-and-off theme of award travel reboot and talking about why people should be interested in travel status and award travel. So, hello, John. How are you doing today? I'm well, Michael. How are you? I'm also doing very well. And I should probably interject that John is coming to us live. Well, live at this moment, not when you're listening to this, from Charlotte Airport. (laughs) Yay! Go American (laughs) Airlines. That's right. So, John, I know you really do enjoy travel loyalty. I know that you enjoy following it, participating in it. You especially enjoy elite status and, you know, booking award travel and and making all of this work like a game, which many of us really enjoy. So I figured maybe this is probably going to become a two-part episode, but let's just start off with how you fly and and your loyalty to your airline, how you view status, how you view the points that you're earning, how you find it worthwhile, and more so how how you can help share that with other people who might not travel that much or have as much interest in getting into the weeds, as we sometimes say. So what are some of your initial flying thoughts? Well, obviously, I fly a lot. And so, you know, the higher tiers of status are useful to me in ways that they might not be for the average traveler who flies, you know, a few times a year. But, you know, I enjoy the perks of at American Airlines, it's the executive platinum status. Delta has diamond medallion and and United has 1K. Those are all great with a lot of perks, but there are perks at the lower levels as well, and and even to general members of the program. I think that we should all be collecting our frequent flyer miles uh, because they do add up over time and can be used for some incredible experiences. So if somebody was just sort of starting out in the game or just wanted to get their feet wet a little bit, Perhaps we should talk a little bit about, I mean, obviously, you're, you earn a type of points, which is for elite qualifying, and then you earn other points, which are what we call redeemable miles for redeeming for awards. And like you said, everybody should be collecting these redeemable miles because they can be extremely valuable if used properly. And I know you definitely agree with that. Absolutely. Like, you know, today is a good example. I'm flying from Tampa to Minneapolis and the airfare was, you know, $650 and I booked it with miles for 12,500 American Airlines uh, Advantage miles. And so I felt like that was a very good redemption on a on a relatively small number of airline miles. And so I think you can extract value, you know, even booking an economy class ticket or for those uh, more 
aspirational awards like, uh, you know, flying to South Africa or the Middle East on Qatar Airways. So there are so many different ways to use what you earn, and there's always value to be found. Yeah, and I think a big part of that is until you can't really start using your miles until you start collecting them. And then once you're collecting them and you start to think about how you might use them, I've repeated this many times, your points become part of your travel arsenal. So you can't always get set upon the concept that you must use points for a specific trip. And more so that when you're looking to book travel, you need to look at what it's going to cost to buy a revenue ticket, to buy tickets with money, as well as using points and compare those and determine when it's a good situation to use miles and when it's a good situation to not use miles. And I know that nuance sometimes is is rather difficult for some beginners. Well, it's almost as though miles burn a hole in the average frequent flyer's pocket, uh, so to speak. I know so many people who use their miles on the next trip after they've accumulated enough miles to pay for that trip. Even if it's a you know, $200 flight from Orlando to New York City, they'll use those miles and get a very low value in, in redeeming them. You know, like today, I don't, I have a, quite a stash of miles myself, but you know, I don't use them, uh, you know, for the immediate trips coming up. I wait until I can find an opportunity to extract a significant amount of value. And that's exactly a, the right way to approach it. And it's really important for people to understand that. On the other side of it also, though, I mean, sometimes people get so into accumulating miles that they just accumulate and never use them, or as we say, burn, you know, you know, burn baby burn, use those miles. And that's not good either because you have to worry about program devaluations because one of the worst things you can ever do, in my opinion, with frequent flyer miles or any type of loyalty point is to choose to save them up to use them in years and years from now because you have no idea what the value is going to be in in five years, three years, six years for those miles. Tomorrow. Exactly. And there's one thing we can pretty much so guarantee everyone that the value will go down. <laughs> so uh, that's absolutely, you know, I find yes. that's a really important. So it's like a an interesting balancing game. So we we only have a little bit of time left on on this episode. What would you say? Do you have a, a number one resource or two that you use or that you used when you were first learning about miles? And what would be one of your number one or number two suggestion to some of our listeners? To who are just starting out in the game. Sure. Well, obviously, there's a large number of, of websites and blogs that cater to the frequent flyer. But the place where I really learned and got my start was on a forum known as Flyer Talk. Now, there are a lot of uh, detractors <laughs> to that forum these days, but uh, I think it really can be a very good resource, uh, even if you're not a contributor, but a reader, to sort of gain an understanding of, of how people are earning their miles, what they're doing with them once they've accumulated uh, some to spend, uh, and then some of the ins and outs, uh, bonus opportunities, some tricks to 
you know, circumvent, you know, some of the earning structures, like for instance, uh, American Airlines and, and Delta and United have all switched over to a an earning system based on the cost of your ticket. But there are ways to circumvent that, ensure that you're getting awards based on the amount of flying that you're doing as opposed to the amount of money that you're spending. You can learn, you know, all of these things, uh, you know, on Flyer Talk. Some of my other favorite blogs are View from the Wing and One Mile at a Time, and the Points Guy is, is great as well. And, of course, Travel Zork uh, carries uh, a lot of uh, great information. You and I, I think, are both uh, Points fanatics, and that definitely comes through on your website. Well, no, absolutely. And I think people also have to realize that they will have to do a little bit of study to really understand how these programs work. So there is always a little bit of a time commitment to that. And I'll add another website to that, and that's God Save the Points. I think Gilbert does a very good job also with uh, especially a lot of the beginner lessons. So I think that's another good place to look. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is a fantastic website. Gilbert's a great guy. When I was learning many years ago how to play the game, Gilbert wasn't blogging yet, but I would have benefited greatly if he had been. No, really. Definitely another one to check out. Really good stuff. Well, that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much, John. And I think we'll do, I wanted to talk a little bit about hotel loyalty, but we're out of time on this episode. So you could find, uh, John, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you just so, you know, they can definitely interact with you in the future. Yeah, my uh, website is wheelchairtravel.org. And from there, you can find links to all of my social media profiles and uh, follow and like me and whatnot. Awesome. Well, thanks very much, everybody, for listening to Zorkast today. And until next time. You've reached the end of your stay with us on this episode, but we encourage you to visit our website for more resources at TravelZork.com and to continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at TravelZork and Facebook.com slash TravelZork. Travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures right here on ZorkCast. Until next time, good luck.